go. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Welcome everybody. Back. How are you doing? Welcome back to the Iron Den. It's Ian. And Danny. Well, we saw Spider-Man. And it was awesome. It was fantastic. I We did see Spider-Man. Wow, it's like we actually saw it like when it came out. Like that's that's <laughs> new for both of us because I actually didn't see Wonder Woman on opening weekend. So. No, I did, and it was I don't regret that, but I don't regret this either. It was yeah. really really good. I actually spent an hour in the movie theater by myself, just like I got out of work at ten, <laughs> and the showing was at eleven thirty. So I went to go get a, I got a kelp shake from uh, no, not kelp, I'm kelp. Sorry, oh, sorry. Okay. I watched SpongeBob that kelp shake episode oh, last no. night, so I I'm not pro SpongeBob. Oh, S- SpongeBob has single handedly made this generation dumber, I, I and mean, that is a fact. I mean, I agree because <laughs> those I love numbers SpongeBob. are out there. I mean, they said that about the Simpsons. Those numbers are real. <laughs> but so I had a kelp shake, so I went to go. I just sat in the movie theater with a kelp shake, like okay, for an hour. So my friends just came in to an empty movie theater with me, just was just sitting there like, "Hey guys," and they're like, "Oh my god, how long have you been here?" I'm like, "Too long," but I watched the movie. It was fantastic. But um, we're gonna take turns on a review. So I think since I've talked a little bit more, Danny, how about you start your review? And if I have any questions for you, I'll just jump in on you. Yeah, about that? Um, I watched it in the morning. I went actually in the north side to. Uh go visit my brother and my sister and uh we all watched it with my girlfriend and um it was with my stepmom and we got there and i had this big old 40 ounce thing of sprite and i was so <laughs> excited to watch this movie um so then the previews went by and i was just, just kind of like i've never been more anxious for a movie to sp- start ever in my life but what intrigued me was in the when the movie opened up it opened up with sony and then it opened up with columbia pictures and then it opened up with marvel so then that made me realize like oh there was there was a lot of like there was a lot of negoti- like negotiative uh it was um there there must have been a lot talked about for this movie like this movie was had a very high budget like this movie yeah. was very highly anticipated and you know with Sony and Disney working together on Spider-Man it it was going to be great and I was excited for it and I couldn't wait so I like the fact that Spider-Man actually they they gave him his powers just like the, in the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton you he, he was already the Hulk and he was traveling the world trying to find a cure you already knew that just like in the show the Hulk show just like in Spider-Man here this is Peter Parker he's already got his powers now he's trying to be Spider-Man and parallel Peter Parker with his life I liked that very very much because you get to see the struggle of him trying to be you know a teenage boy trying to find himself and trying to impress you know Tony Stark or Iron man and trying to trying to be an avenger so he's trying he you you know when we're all when we're, when we're all in high school we all feel like we have the weight of the world on our shoulders you know we got to think about college we got to think about what we're going to do after you know school after we graduate and you know blah, blah 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 peter parker's trying to figure out that and who he wants to be after he graduates like what life does he want to uh, pay more attention to is it his superhero role or is it is it his role as a citizen as our in our society um, you get to you get to see him really struggle with that and question that throughout this movie, and it was really cool. Um, but I mean, he always sticks to his gut, and when 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 push comes to shove, he's always when it's a choice between Peter Parker or Spider Man, he usually chooses Spider Man. And uh, Tom Holland does an amazing job as Peter Parker. Um, Michael Keaton just does an amazing job as uh, Tombs, uh, the Vulture. Um, an amazing, outstanding job. He actually was my one of my favorite characters in the movie, and you're going like, what? 
you know, there's a villain who's a favorite character. You actually feel for this character. You feel really bad for Toombs. You feel bad for Michael Keaton in the situation. And it's a very interesting situation that he is in because it's not your typical hero villain debacle. It's not your weekly, you know, turn the page comic book or, you know, TV show uh, hero villain relationship. Like this, this relationship between Vulture and Peter Parker uh, runs a little bit deeper than that. And you, that goes along with um, Tony Stark as well and Aunt May and his classmates. Um, if I feel like if I talk too much about his classmates, then I'm going to give away the movie because there's, there's some nice Easter eggs with those classmates. Oh yeah. Just, Let's try so to I'm keep it gonna, a little less right, spoiler. Right, it's, it's really right. hard to because yeah. it's been so out I'm going to keep week. it spoiler free, but it sets up for Peter Parker in his high school and his high school life with a following sequel. So that's what I'm excited for, and it was a great movie. Uh, I would give it a solid nine out of ten because it was a really really good movie. It wasn't purely action, but it wasn't just hilarious. It was a it was a very well blended movie. It was a great movie, so I feel like I've ranted enough about Spider-Man Homecoming, so why don't you run home with it, Ian? Oh, I'll rant all right. <laughs> um, but, but I like how you mentioned the Sony and Columbia thing. That was really lit nostalgic yeah. for me because I remember that for Sam Raimi, and I'm uh-huh. like, and I'm like, oh, wow, they, they did that. Like, that's so cool. And my friends, of course, like, they didn't really catch on to it. My friends don't catch on to a lot of things. I should go with <laughs> I, I always tell myself I should go see movies by myself because I appreciate them more. So Michael Keaton did the whole like Vulture thing. I loved Vulture. Uh-huh. I love how it opened up with Vulture. Uh-huh. Cuz I don't think we ever see a move Marvel movie that opens up with the villain and what the villain wants or what the villain does right away. Mm-hmm. And what his goals and intentions and objectives are. Yeah, that's very rare and new for us. I liked it. I liked um, I liked it too. I think it was because it was Keaton that they really did a good job with like okay, we got to give Keaton or we got to give Keaton's villain the spotlight a little bit. And he did a good job as a supporting character. Like, I actually wanted to see a whole movie about Vulture, to be honest yeah. with you. That's how good of a character he they made him. And, like, I thought to myself, like, when I walked in, I'm like, I'm watching this for Spider-Man, right? Or am I watching this for Keaton's mm-hmm. Vulture? Like, at the end of the movie, I still can't tell you what I really came to see and what right. I liked more. Because Tom Holland is now Spider-Man. He's, yes. He's great. He, I like how he's young and actually mm-hmm. looks young. Like mm-hmm. I love Tobey Maguire, but he was an old man in high school. It was kind of weird. <laughs> Andrew Garfield never really liked him that much. I mean, he had really. Some, I he, liked Andrew Garfield. He had some fun moments, but it's no Tom Holland in my eyes. Like I think that Tom Holland's Tom Holland's fun. just a newer breed. That's all. Yeah, he's he's fun. He's very energetic. He does his own stunts, which is like always a plus for me because mm-hmm. I love guys who do their own stunts. I agree. And he does that. He's also really serious, but he's the thing that I really liked was how selfless and responsible he was. Yeah. For a long time, Spider Man has never really been that responsible in the comics. Like he was really kind of careless. Which is kind of ironic because his whole thing is with great power comes great responsibility. I think it was mentioned in One More Day, which is like where Peter Parker died in my eyes in the uh-huh. comics. Uh-huh. He doesn't have health insurance for his family. Who, who does that? Right. He's been a, an adult for so long, but he, they treated him like a kid in the comics. So it's like, okay. He was a kid. He never got to grow up. I mean, he grew up, but they never let him grow up. Mm-hmm. And they, in this movie, it's like he's growing up. Right. But he's also still a kid. Like, he's growing up so fast, which is like how you all feel as a teenager. It right. Made you, it made me remember, wow, I remember liking the pretty girl. I remember wanting to talk to her. But at the same time, I had other things to do. It was relatable. 
it was so relatable, especially since I, I mean, high school was like five years ago for me anyway. So it was like, it reminded me how high school used to be like the good parts of high school. Like it was a nice trip back and it wasn't like, I can understand why some people are like, oh wow, that, th- that takes me back like 10 years plus, And like for me, five years or so. And it still feels like oh, such a long time ago, a whole nother world. Keaton is still, I think, I think he has to be the best part of the movie. I mean, Spider-Man's suit was cool. Not today. <laughs> Not again. Um, so, yeah, we have a random phone ringing, guys, so yeah, bear Sorry with us. about that. This is the second time, and I feel like there's a ghost. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I think Keaton was the best part. I loved how they also had the shocker in it. Yes. I mean, I'm kind of They sick. went through two of them. They went through two shockers, which was like kind <laughs> Spoiler of... Spoiler alert. Yeah, but like, I think that the black guy was a funner shocker because the first shocker was kind of lame and really didn't do that much. So I think it was kind of fun that they had a different guy take up the range of shocker. Uh-huh. The Tinkerer was in it too. Which yes, is like he was. Very... I was. You know what I was, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, is that... Is is that the tinkerer? Like, is that like... You know how when you like look into a crowd and you see somebody you're like, is, is, is that... Is that Shia LaBeouf? Like, it's just like, yeah. is that the Tinker? As soon I was as just I, like, as he's making heard, stuff uh, like out of alien technology. And he's just like, oh yeah, I could do that, but I need time. Yeah, I could do that. I, I could do anything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could do that. Yeah, I like, like. Is is this the 2017 21st century Tinker? Because yeah, the Tinker in the comics is like this old, decrepit, old man that you would imagine, you know, you'd imagine that he'd, like, be voiced by somebody like Mark Hamill or something like that. This dude is like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah, just like a little mechanic Ghostbuster. He's like, oh, yeah, you can give me anything, you can fix it. I, I was I just like, that. is that, that's the tinker. I was, I liked how they did that little cameo. It was, that nice. was awesome. He was kind of not a main part of the movie, but he was a villain. He's a Spider-Man villain. Uh-huh. He's an old school villain, and I liked that. Uh, as soon as I heard Mason, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a tinker because it's Phineas Mason. And uh-huh. I, as soon as I heard Mason, I'm like, okay, See, cool. See, with, with, with super villains, I'm very bad with names. With superheroes, I'm pretty good with their alter ego and their names. That's just because, that's just because they're, they're heroes easier. are much more loved than villains are for the most part. I think if they didn't, if you didn't know their villain, if he didn't know their name, they would kind of make it kind of obvious in a way. Right. When it came to Tinker, I think he was definitely the really like forgotten one because uh-huh. like, even if you knew kind of like Phineas Arcade, Mason, Arcade is a forgotten villain in the Marvel universe. He should stay that way <laughs> in my eyes. Um, but like how like Phineas Mason, it was even, just an example. <laughs> even if um, you knew who Phineas Mason was, right? Not everyone's gonna know the Tinkerer, like the Shocker. Right. It's like if he had that like that yellow cross stitch and the and the shock gloves. They they played with the color scheme a little bit. They kind of gave him like like yeah. But they, they had like they, those like those sleeves were like braces for, yeah. Or those something. like uh, con- those like uh, construct um those construct con- uh, those constructive like uh, industrial uh, those protective gloves. Yeah, that's those, what they, that they put like. on. They were just, yeah, like, all the way up to his arm because mm-hmm. like he kind of made him look like the shocker a little yeah. bit. Like it was kind of fun, and um. That's what I said. They were playing with the color scheme a little bit with that. Just, so it was just, an, just enough. Just enough. Yeah, I, I liked how they did. Un, like, they didn't they, need the mask. They just had the. Yeah, they had like a guy they had with the, a shock glove. Yeah, they had the, the color they had the industrial like, protective uh, wear, and then the and then the and then his glove. And also the Matt Gargan, the scorpion was. Teased. Yes. 
Yes, that's Michael Mondo. He actually did a, he's a Canadian-born actor, and he did a Far Cry 3's Voss, and that was a very memorable that's why villain. That's familiar. Yeah, and he's going to be an awesome Scorpion. Uh, spoiler alert. He uh, actually... I mean, honestly, when you see Matt Gardner, you see a big Scorpion tattoo It's like, come on, that's neck. Scorpion. Like... Yeah, that's, that's Michael Mondo. He's going to be the Scorpion, and I can't wait for that. That makes me want a Sinister Six movie. Oh, I, I can't mean, wait that's what Spider-Man that. Two probably is going to be I, all about. I, it's like, going to be maybe a setup for the, uh, uh, Sinister Six in the third movie. Who uh, knows? Honestly, I feel like they have half, if not more, of them already. You got Vulture, you got Scorpion, you got Shocker. That's half the group right there. And maybe even Mason might be some kind of like technological. Maybe he like a discount Iron Man or something. Like who knows? Like they would got, need Green Goblin, and then he, they would need Rhino. You can and then that would make six. Honestly, bring back Paul Giamatti as the Rhino. In that, I liked him as the Rhino in that mechanized. Yes, rhino I suit. liked that a lot. That's a lot what, of people didn't. A lot of hardcores didn't like that. I liked that. That was the that best was part cool. of Amazing Spider-Man Two was when Paul Giamatti was just there, mm-hmm. and that mechanized Rhino suit was creative and cool. And I'm like, just bring it back. Just bring it back. Like that was probably the most disappointing ending in the superhero movie ever. Was Amazing Spider-Man Two when he's doing the Rhino's charge and he's about to hit him with that sewer cap, and it's like, and. Never have I ever felt like I'm so mad at a movie in my life. I've never been so upset at a movie before. I'm like, yeah. I liked uh, The Amazing Spider-Man too. A lot of people did not like it. A lot of people would peg it as the second worst or worst Spider-Man movie that they've ever I seen. I think it's my worst Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I think Spider-Man 3 is the worst Spider-Man movie I've ever That's seen. That's number two for me, but I like <laughs> I like. I like the villain choices more. I like Jamie Foxx in uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. I don't like Jamie Foxx, period. So, like, that's my... Really? That's my answer on it. <laughs> What's your problem with Jamie Foxx? I just don't like him. What beef you got with Jamie Foxx? I just don't think he's a strong actor to carry things around. <laughs> like, it's nothing personal. I just what about don't... Django? That's the only... I mean, I like that for Leo. More. Jarhead? Eh, you know, he's just not my favorite. I just don't have a real reason for it. Like, I love Keaton. Why? Miami Vice? You can keep naming all these movies. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to. I don't like Jamie Foxx. Um, but honestly, I really loved this. This movie was really fun. I liked how he was so selfless and responsible, especially how young he was. Right. Because Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield really were selfish in certain parts of the movie, which well, was like key when moments. When, 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 we're, when you were a young teenager... I'm sure you were all greedy and wanted everything and, like, wanted all the girls' numbers and, like, wanted all I mean, the answers yeah, to the test and, like, wanted all the lunch money to buy all the food in the cafeteria and, like, you know, wanted all the Not A's. I mean, my cafeteria food was horrible. Yeah, so it was mine, but it still tasted good. That doesn't mean anything. Anyways, um, no, but, um, I mean, I, it, I, mean it I, just, uh, I never ate in high school. I had four <laughs> years I didn't eat Not the only school. one. But um, I mean, it's I mean, but, teenagers are greedy. But, but this, 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 guy, this teenager was not greedy. To see him so selfless, like yeah. he had the girl. He was at homecoming, which was like thirty seconds of the whole film. Uh huh. Spoilers: homecoming takes place not even a minute. Yeah. Not even a minute. He's in. It's homecoming. literally a homecoming for Spider Man. Yeah, it, I think it's just basically the sound, the trumpet that Spidey's in the Marvel Cinematic yep. Universe. He's officially home. I mean, as much as I like the Sony movies. It's like if they weren't the, the the greatest. I mean, they they were great for their time. I liked Andrew Garfield. Uh, the third Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man movie wasn't very good. The best one out of that out of, out of those five movies was probably Spider-Man Two. Absolutely. With uh, with uh, what's his name? Alfred Doc Molina. Ock. Thank you. As Doc Ock. See, I know um, those. Uh, Doctor Octavian. I know the old actors. Yeah, Doctor like. Octavian. Um, that was very well done. Those are really well done movies, uh-huh. and I think. 
I felt like they tried to top it with Spider-Man 3 and it was... They tried too hard. I think as the studio pushed for Venom, it was just supposed to be Sandman and Green Goblin, but Venom was just thrown in there. Because I think he was supposed to be Spider-Man 4 villain. Oh. But they wanted him in 3 to be like, they wanted to tease him in 3. Oh. But then they decided to be like, you know what, screw it, let's just make him the end villain or something like that. Like, there's a whole story. Not cool. Not cool. There's a whole story in Not the cool. bottle about that, but as a kid who loves who loves Venom, you could have done the worst thing with Venom, and I still would have loved it as a kid. I mean, Venom looked cool, but we're not talking about Spider-Man 3. We're talking about Homecoming. Yes, we are, which was way better. Homecoming was great. I think there was – this is the first time in a long time that not only I fell in love with a Marvel movie that beat Captain America Winter Soldier, and I can't find anything wrong with it, which is so rare for me because yeah. I, I tear apart my favorite movies all mm-hmm. the time. But this one was well paced. It had it a good was. story. There wasn't that many holes in no, it. No, there weren't. There weren't. I mean, I can't think of anything that I can say that was wrong with it. Like I do remember that review we talked about last week. I even wasn't... like how his suit was kind of like uh, a kind of like a Mark Iron Man suit, and like it was actually there. Like there was a there was a oh, yeah, artificial intelligence that stuff. was talking to him, and Karen. they had a relationship, and it was it was cool. It was. I mean, it was really nice. Like it was kind of like his conscience in a way. Like uh-huh. tell her, his Jiminy Cricket. Tell her how you feel. Like, I think, honestly, this cast was really well done. Robert Downey Jr. didn't steal the show, which was no, like, he didn't. Which was and like that a was big a big fear. and that was, that was going to be a big factor in this movie if, if it was going to be basically a parallel Spider Man Iron Man thing. I mean, like obviously, you see in the second trailer, he saves the guys from the ferry and stuff, right? But that's all he did. He was like just kind of like that mentor, which was like that's what I wanted him to just do. He was the father figure. Yeah, and oh my god, did I mention how awesome that armor looked in that movie? How it was like the ultimate armor. Uh-huh. It was gray uh-huh. and the red, and that was I it. noticed it. Oh my, I, can that be the Infinity War suit? It don't probably it. will be. Don't change it. It probably Please will don't be. don't change it. Like, that was the best looking arm, armor I think I've seen since the Mark VI. I read Avengers Ultimates, uh, X-Men Ultimates, uh, Spider-Man Ultimates, and the Fantastic Four Ultimates, and the... Uh, the Mark, uh, the Mark IV, I believe it is, uh, uh, Ultimate's suit. The helmet looks different, but, I mean, for, for the most part, in the movie, the design looks, the body looks exactly the same. Uh, the color scheme is yeah, a little bit different, but it looks fine. the helmet in the comics in general looked really weird. It kind of was, like, bulky. And it was very of, droney. Yes, that's the, that's the way I was trying to think. It didn't look like an Iron Man helmet. Right, like. it looked very droney. Not to say that it didn't look cool. But it, in the movie, just, it, looks it, a was, lot it was strange. Yeah, in the movie, it did look a little bit better. I think they just have a little more creative freedom when it comes to drawing stuff, but on screen, it's yeah. like, I'm like, formula. Like, but that's fine when it comes to Iron Man suits because there's some really ugly looking armors in those on the comics. Yeah. I mean, I think even at a time, the Hulkbuster armor looked so stupid. Like, he had like a big dome head. I didn't even enjoy the Hulkbuster armor in uh, Avengers 2 uh, Age of Ultron. That was the one of the best parts of the movie. And, I mean, even then it looked kind of goofy, but it looked a lot better. I felt like no part of that movie was the best part of that movie. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. That was the one movie that I disliked about uh, Avengers. Like, in this whole, like, this whole, like, Marvel thing. I mean, people trash on Thor. I don't know why. I liked Thor and Thor the Dark World. Um, (laughs) I liked Guardians of the Galaxy. I know you don't. Um, I don't hate them. I just don't like them. I liked... uh, you know, the Captain America and the Iron Man movies. The only two movies that were bad in Marvel so far were Iron Man 3. I won't argue with you. <laughs> it's a pretty bad movie. you got to watch it a couple more times to not hate it as much, but you'll never love it in mm-hmm. my eyes. 
and uh, Avengers Two: Age of Ultron. I like, like those. Of- those two weren't very, were the were the two weakest movies of this whole Marvel thing, it's, in my opinion. In and, my eyes, Age of Ultron's weak. It's not the weakest. And saying that because because of the fact that I mean, Spider Man basically trumped <laughs> oh, all the movies that we just watched. As I was leading up to, go, to this, into, like Winter Soldier was my favorite for three years running. Right. Winter Soldier was number one. Age of Ultron really disappointed me. Yes, it did. It was fun. I watched it. It again. was too much. I, I actually wanted to go see it again because I wanted to see if I actually really liked it. Or I it red boxed like, it, and I, that's how I had to see it again. I, I watched it. Again. I went to go. To the, I went to the theater twice, two times oh, in a, a week. Actually, you. bless you. So you're I, one of the, you're I, one I, of the strong. <laughs> I, I went to go realize that I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Like the first Avenger, yeah. I loved in a way as a kid. I fell asleep in the movie theater watching it the first time. Oh, really? Yes. I, I liked it the first time. The second time, I realized all the problems with it. But that's just how I am. Ant-Man was the one that got close. Ant-Man was a strong uh, finish to that phase. Ant-Man was a very good movie. I feel like it starts the next phase. In yeah. My eyes. I, it, I don't care what they say. It's the end of the phase of phase two. No, it's the it's yeah. the beginning of phase three. If you Fun fact, me. Ant-Man and the Wasp just got announced. And they're going oh, to yeah. be filming, filming that soon because they were doing... Uh, they were... Uh, Testing their uh, their fitting, their fitting the, for the for their armor. They're testing footage and stuff like that. So, they're they're underway. They're getting ready to go for uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man's great. Yeah. I love Paul Rudd in that movie. I do too. He's the best part of that movie. He's the best part. Of, he's the <laughs> second best part of Civil War. Yeah. Everything about and that's what I was trying to lead into. Ant Man's the only movie after Winter Soldier that got close to be my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. Civil War. Was just all right. Spider Man. Civil and War Ant-Man. was good. I liked Civil War because it was it, it, the pacing was just right, and it introduced Spider Man. The it's pacing, a, the pacing was enough to where it wasn't too much action, and they explained it just enough to lead into the action. And and the breakaways when they would break away, it was an important breakaway. So like when they were, yeah. you know, when Black Widow and uh, Tony Stark were interacting, uh, you know, where's your team? Oh, it's downstairs. Where's yours? And then they. Go to Queens, and then you know they go oh, to like, Peter Parker's like apartment. He's like, "Oh my God, Tony Stark's in my living room, flirting with my aunt, eating the meatloaf. What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, like it was just a, it was a good movie. It's just not my favorite. Like, right. It was, it was a lot of like what I said, like how Marvel got too formulaic. Like that's the high point of that formula. Okay. That it has a lot, a little too much humor. It was the fine point. Lot of, is that much, what you're saying? A little too much action for me. I mean, it was good. Okay. But like the story. I really didn't remember much of the story in my eyes. Like, I'm really good at remembering stuff like that. Really? So if I'm, like, out of the theater, I'm like, hey, guys, besides all the airport scene, what's memorable about that movie? And all my friends who are also big superhero fans and big movie guys couldn't even really answer me. Like, I don't really remember. It was basically just a lot of action and a lot of explosions at you. And I really thought, like, why do people hate Batman v Superman so much? It was all story-driven and stuff. Right. It wasn't that much action in it, but it had a lot of story. And people were like, eh. And I realized people like explosions a little bit more than they like story, which is I think that's why I didn't like Civil War that much because people... oh, well, it's, here's the thing: when you go to the movie theater, you go over an experience. You know what I mean? I had um, experiences with both movies. Right. And I think that my Batman Superman experience was a little bit more memorable for me because, fun fact, as a dare, my friend told me that movie was so complex. I'm like, I figured it out pretty fast. They told me to type up the ent- entire summary of the movie in two hours, like do the detail, and I did it. In like maybe an hour or two. Nice. In Civil War, I'm still struggling. I've watched that movie five times after to be like, I have to figure out the story, and like I really still can't do that for you. But then Spider-Man came in, who was the best part of Civil War, and they said, 
Let's expand upon that for two and a half hours. Do you want to know the story in Civil War? I mean, I could tell you. No, it's okay. <laughs> but they, it's they, not they, they, that they, difficult. I, that, that's the point. I like a difficult story. <laughs> they take the best part of Civil War, and they just say, let's expand it for two hours. Uh-huh. It's great. Vulture is great. Great villain. My favorite actual Marvel Cinematic Universe villain. I called it last week. He's going to be my favorite, and I'm completely locked Michael in. Keaton's a very strong actor. He's, he's very great. strong. He's actor. having a renaissance. Like he's back. Like ever since Birdman, he's got the founder, which I hear is great. I mm-hmm. want to go see. I'm actually going to go see that sometime this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just the memorable, Red Box it or the memorable Batman. I liked him as Jack Frost. I liked him as Beetlejuice. Oh my god, he's Jack Frost. I just remembered that. I yeah. have never seen that movie. What? And, well, I'll watch it for Christmas time. I, I promise. It's not even a Christmas movie. It's, it's barely a Christmas movie. It's got a snowman and it. it's Christmassy enough. <laughs> But um, anyway, he's got a renaissance coming. Like, yeah. Vulture was definitely that high point of like, oh, yeah, he's back. He's back and better than he's ever I don't think been. he ever left. I just think he wanted to take a break after certain certain sleeper roles. I think in terms of Hollywood, he's right. back. Let's right. Just, let's just say for Hollywood purposes, he's quote-unquote back. Right. He's got a renaissance going, and let's just keep going. Like, I yeah. want to see him as Vulture again. I want to see him... I want to see him as Vulture forever. Like, yeah. If they just throw him in Infinity War, like, get rid of Thanos and make Vulture the main villain. Right. Wouldn't complain. <laughs> like, I think Vulture was enough for Spider-Man. I think he can handle all the Avengers. He's Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. He's going to have, like, he, he can have the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, get, give Michael Keaton's Vulture the Infinity Gauntlet. That's going to be a better Infinity War automatically in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So, for my final score of Spider-Man Homecoming, I have to give it a 9.5. There you and go. the only reason I'm not giving it a 10 it wasn't long enough for me. It was a two and a half hour movie, and I'm like, I still want, you want more. more. <laughs> I, just, I just demanded more. Like, even if they just like, I just love how at the end credit it was like Scorpion's all like, "Yo, let's, uh-huh. let's team up on him." I'm like, "Oh my God, it's gonna uh-huh. six, six, Cause I thought he died. Like, I thought they threw him off the. Roof. Yeah, I saw that, and I was just like, "He lived after that." All right, whatever. I mean, I mean it's like, cool. <laughs> not, not only did he live after that, he lived with like not that many injuries because he flew into the wall. Uh-huh. He like sky. He didn't fall. He, and he was walking in. in yeah, he was walking in. Uh, what was it? Public, public. Uh, in a prison and stuff. Yeah, he's just walking like, "Yo, what's up?" I'm like, "Dude, population." How? Yeah, that's but, what it's called. So I'm sorry, population. Yeah, but it was still like. How did you survive? Like, I'm not mad. I just mm-hmm. want answers. Like, do you already have, like, a serum in you that makes you super strong? Dude? Right. Because, I mean, and also, I just want to see how they would go with the Scorpion. Are they going to give him the serum and the suit, or are they just going to give him a suit? Like, I'll be okay with Is that suit. another uh, Superman villain where the suit is stuck to him forever, kind of like Rhino, where he can't um, get out of that? I'm not too sure. I don't remember. I know there was a serum that made him super strong and big, and <sighs> but I'm not sure if his suit. Because his suit's got have to his suit's got a tail actually. like a scorpion, and he shoots stuff out of it, and you know it it serves as a as an extra limb to beat Spider Man with. But I'm yeah, not, that's su- not but, stuck to him. It's just right. like he got a serum and the suit. Which okay. is like, I think it was a little overpower because okay. I feel like that they just kind of forgot that he has super strength by himself, and they just kind of went with the suit. Yeah, being they were the just like, all right, thing. the suit's it. The suit's the suit. Like, okay. I think the same thing with Rhino, but I think the suit is stuck to him. I think it's actually removable now. Right. But don't quote me on that. But I think for the old school Silver Age, it was stuck to him until Spider-Man found a way to unstuck it. Right. Which is why he has removable suits now. Okay. But again, like, I would love to see Rhino squirt. Like, here's my dream Sinister Six for Spider-Man 2. Vulture, the Shocker, Scorpion, Rhino, for sure Rhino. Uh-huh. 
I would love to see Tinkerer do something kind of techy with himself. Like, uh-huh. maybe even if it's like just I got laser beams or something. Like, right. Or he just has an army robot squadron. And I think for my sixth guy. I didn't notice before you get to your sixth guy. Okay. I didn't notice. They uh, haven't done uh, Osborne. They haven't done anything Osborne yet. I kind of hope they keep it that way. For you hope they another... keep it that way? At I least mean, for a little Green bit. Green Goblin's been he's he's too he's too popular. Like let's give I mean like Vulture is nobody in my eyes. He's been a he's been he's Spider Man second. He could villain. redo Electro. They could. He could redo. I mean, because it's it's between Electro, Green Goblin, and Hobgoblin to finish the cap off that Sinister Six. Yeah, you can give you can give out someone different. Like you can make. Craven the Hunter. You can give Hydro Man a time in the sun. You can give uh-huh. Sandman again. Like, yeah. there's a million other Spider-Man villains I want to see besides a Goblin. Like, Mysterio, Mysterio, Doc Ock. Mysterio would be great. Like, I want to see someone like the more lesser. I want to see the weirdos. Right. Like Hydro okay. Man That's... would be so stupid. Right. But I would love to see Hydro. Touche. Touche. I fall. I fell for your trap card. <laughs> I mean, like right. I like the Goblins, but I mean, like. We always see the Goblin. Right. Like, we always see the Joker and Batman. Like, let's give the weirdos a chance. Yeah. Let's give the sleepers a shot. The underdogs. Yeah, like, I think Craven would be cool. Like, he'd be lame, but he's still cool. Like, it's iconic. Rhino would be so devastatingly awesome. Uh-huh. Like, even if it's not the Paul Giamatti mecha suit. What I would like very much like dude. to see, what I would very much like to see, and I hope that they do because they kind of teased it a little bit, just a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. I would like to see uh, this guy's Punisher, the Netflix's Punisher, maybe somehow make an appearance in uh, another Tom Holland Spider-Man because Punisher was originally written to be a Spider-Man villain. And he, I mean, he had a tragic story. So he's definitely been everybody felt he's been made more into a daredevil Uh adversary, even Uh though they're partners. Uh I think everything when it comes to Spider-Man and Punisher, it's not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I think that. Within his history, Punisher and Is it kind of like a one-and-done thing? When it comes to Spider-Man and Punisher, a little bit. Okay. Because Punisher and Daredevil are more wrapped up in things. Like how Kingpin used to be a Spider-Man villain, but then Daredevil kind of was like, it's kind of more of a Daredevil-Kingpin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's just how it is. Like, they start out with Spider-Man and they kind of get moved away to Daredevil. Which I'm not mad at, but I think no. it's just like, I don't think it's going to be happening anytime soon. Especially right. since... They want the Netflix Marvel to be there, but they want it to be separate from because of the whole. Even though they mention little, they say things that you could pick up if you're a fan of the Marvel phases, and Mm -hmm. uh, you're a fan of the Netflix fate. They they and if you're a fan of Agents of Shield, all three shows parallel each other in some way, shape, or form. They do for sure, but But they are separate. They're gonna keep them separate. It's not like the CW DCE universe where they're two completely separate. Uh, entities or shows or entertainment. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm okay with both of those. Honestly, I think it's Mediums. just. I think it's mainly just because of the violence factor in the Netflix shows that they don't want to like have that be like, okay, kids, check this out. They're trying to be more family friendly for the movies, right? And then in Netflix, you can get crazy. Yeah, Netflix is a little bit more eerie. You can put settings on it, and yeah, you can. You can't put you, settings in the movie theater. No, you can't be like, okay, watch out, guys. Just don't so, take your kid to a rated R movie. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they want to see the superheroes. They want to see the colorful ones. Like, right? Daredevil's as colorful as he is. Like, literally, he's red. He's not a colorful it's really superhero. Dark superhero. It's yeah, a like, dark story. They want the dark. They, they want to do dark, and they mm-hmm. do dark really well. See the thing. I don't feel like Luke Cage is that dark though. 
I don't feel as if Iron. I don't feel as if Daniel Rand's uh, I mean, situation is dark. I think this is because of the street. Right. Because like Iron Man's not going to go stop drug addicts. He's not going to go right stop a mystical art of ninjas. Like that's the dirty work. Like no one care. They don't care about that. It's like there's no money or no fame in that. Like that's what they're trying to go for. So therefore, dark suits. <laughs> so, I think I'm pretty good with Spider Man right now. Uh, I loved Spider-Man. Spider-Man was awesome. There are two post-credit scenes. Uh, first one... The, the, the first one is, has to do with the story. The second one's just fun. <laughs> yeah, the first one's definitely the... Um, I don't know if we should say it, but I think we mentioned it plenty of times, so I think it's the Sinister Six. It's a setup for the Sinister yeah, Six, it's hopefully. Yeah, that. Like, you see Tombs come... Up. So Tombs was approached by the Scorpion. gentleman who will be Scorpion. Yeah, so... I guess we kind of spoiled Who, that. Who's that, uh, played by Vulture Michael Mondo. Survives. I guess we kind of had to spoil that in a way that Vulture survives because yeah. he's in prison now. It's like, that's a rare thing for a Marvel studio to do is Yeah, it's about time. Film. It's about time. You know what? That's another thing that I actually liked about this movie. When yeah, the they f- not dead. Yes. When they fought, Peter Parker was like, all right, you're not dead. Good. I'm going to tie you up to the evidence and I'm going home. That's it. That's it. He he knew right from wrong. He knew that he didn't have to kill this dude in order to to, to stop the you know to end the mission. He was just like, all right, yeah, not every you're, go, you're going to the kill. proper authorities later. You know what I mean? It was just it was it was vintage Spider Man. It wasn't they didn't Hollywood it up too much. Um, he uh, yeah, Michael okay. Keaton didn't have to, did not have to die, and I'm happy that he didn't die because I'd like to see him in another installment of Spider Man. Yeah, like. Oh man! Whereas like, uh, you know, every other Spider-Man movie, the villain dies at the end. You're like, oh, I, I really wish that every, I, I, I could every have... Marvel movie for a while, yeah. except for Sandman. Sandman flew away into the in, into the, into the air. He wanted to get out of Spider-Man three as fast yeah, as he could. Right. <laughs> um, I think in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, besides Vulture, Loki, and I think Batroc from Winter Soldier are the only villains who remained as villains throughout the whole series they may still use them they may still use them i know they're going to use loki because he's in ragnarok we saw him in ragnarok and i don't know if george st pierre the former ufc welterweight champion would come back as batrock the leaper i think he was a good one-off i think it was just a nice homage to the uh-huh. fact that batrock exists because uh-huh. i don't think they can make a whole movie about batrock he's definitely no like, in that scene that he did in Winter Soldier, that's essentially what it he was is in the comics. Pretty he's cool. kind of the throwaway. Yeah. yeah, he's an acrobatic martial arts assassin. And he looks stupid as hell in the comics. So he it's looks like, dumb in the comics, but I like how they modernized him. I like how George cool St. Pierre modernized cool in him in the Soldier. movie. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I it made him more tactical. He looked cool. He spoke French and it was authentic. It was it was it very it was a good job. It was but a good still, Vulture, by somebody who hasn't acted before in his life. But Vulture, I mean, Vulture's, Vulture's a He's the my villain. favorite Marvel yeah. Universe villain. He's my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe Michael, villain. You know, Michael Keaton was Batman. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'd get a bigger following than that. That's true. Mr. Mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff he's in. Yeah, he's got a lot of, he's very he, iconic father he's, he's, figure. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, So we're got 36 minutes right now, and uh, we might have to cut it short today. Is that okay? Yeah. 
So for the next episode, we might talk about Castlevania, the animated show. Since I actually didn't watch it. Yes, I, I watched the whole thing. I want to watch it because I... It's a bloody fun time. It is a bloody fun time in every sense of those words. Okay, I'm they are watch bloody it. fun ta- times. Like, try to hold off on it right now. I am. I wanna, That's I all I'm going to say. It. It's all I'm going to say is that they're bloody fun times. I, I felt like I would be doing a disservice to you if I didn't watch it. So, I told you to. <laughs> I was busy. my sister wanted to watch JoJo, which isn't which, which is, is which really is a valid excuse. She was all like, but, but Castlevania is only four episodes long for now. I know, and they're only twenty four minute episodes. I, I know that's I like to. sitting on the toilet and watching them on your phone in succession, and then leaving. Without anybody like blinking an eye, going, "Oh, he usually does that." <laughs> oh, I don't usually do that. Like, I, I get in, I get out. I don't, like I don't like going to the bathroom that much for like a experience. But it was, it was, you know. But um, but I will watch well, them. I didn't want. I didn't want to just say. I didn't. They announced to... a, a second season. Oh yeah, of eight now. Yes, eight episodes. Um, See, I know that. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. I was watching, we were watching the episode. I was watching it with my girlfriend, and we were watching the episodes, and uh, I was getting ready to go to, uh, to go to work, actually. And uh, before the last episode played, she looked at the description and read, in this season finale, and I was like, what? It's only four episodes long? Yeah. What is this nonsense? So all the more reason. It's I treason. Take, I'm going to take, take my time with it then because I don't want to watch four episodes and then we get like, so <laughs> invested and be like, oh, yeah, it's only going to be four episodes. And if they're going to be short, like oh, 20, do not minutes. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now. Do not watch Castlevania with anybody under the age of 16 or 18 for that matter. Like that, don't do, do not. This is not for children. Castlevania is absolutely not for children. Castlevania isn't even for somebody who's 15 and a half. <laughs> Castlevania is... is it, 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 I watch a lot of stuff on myself, awesome. so you never have to worry like it's, about it. It's like it's. I'm just saying if you have... I don't know how old your sister is. Uh, she's she's 14. We're not going to watch everything together. She watches, Good. But she watches her, her weird stuff, so I mean like... I think she could handle it if she really wanted. She watched JoJo, and there's a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, JoJo's in that. a little bit weirder than Castlevania, but Castlevania is just—it's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's raw. It's got a lot of gore in it. It's very good. There's a lot of blood and gore in JoJo, as far as you the, haven't watched Castlevania. I will. I'm just saying, like, if she can handle that without like being like, okay, I don't want to watch this anymore, then I think if she had to watch Castlevania with me, which I know she's not. She just doesn't want to watch. She doesn't want to. She's, she's like hard to watch JoJo with. She's like only five episodes at a time. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it. It drives me nuts that she only wants to watch one episode at a time or like five episodes at a time. It's like we just got in a seat in a, in a part two and I'm like, come on, just let me do it. Just watch one more episode. So we will talk about Castlevania to on the next week's episode. As well as some other stuff we're uh, out of movies really right now to talk about. And are For now. Out. In terms of superhero movies, we're running out. But maybe we'll go back into some older superhero movies. We might go into maybe just overall a nice little review. And just overall to talk about what's going on in the world in terms of geek culture. We, we do talk about more about that stuff. It is the Iron Den after all. So Yes. We will talk about anything and we'll figure something out. But... For right now, it's going to be a lot more about Castlevania. If you're 
interested in Castlevania. We'll talk about it tomorrow or uh, next week regardless. So we'll see you guys next week. Yep, see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. Hit the like button. Uh, leave comments and let us know how we're doing. We'll also, see you guys we next time. Also on WXAV now, we're on their SoundCloud and as well as our own. So go talk to WXAV. And if there's anything else you guys want to see, we have our own shows up there. MMA Minutes for Danny and the SXU Business Roundtable for me. Danny sounds a lot cooler than mine, and trust me, I, mean, <laughs> I like business, but I mean, it's not mixed martial arts. <laughs> but, you know, hey, we're still having fun with that. Sean I love- Anderson's been a, uh, been a little busy with his uh, internship slash job, and so every- I'm happy for him, so that's why I haven't gotten, uh, we haven't gotten around to any MMA minutes, but I've been here in the Iron Dine with Ian, so it's a fun time, so no matter what, I'll be, I'll be here on the mic somehow, some way, Absolutely. somehow. Absolutely, like the same thing with my show, I think just every person in business is just allergic responding to our emails right now but hopefully that'll change and um well if not that this will be my main show which i don't mind at all because danny's a great guy to work with <laughs> thank you all right so uh we'll see you As guys you. next week yep. oh i heard that <laughs> all right guys take care and we'll see you guys next week yep peace out